Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone and welcome to club live here on club at 22 the rangers podcast and it feels bloody good to be saying that again uh, we are live on youtube so as always get involved in the live chat i am your host scott carney before i introduce the guys that really do need no introduction i'll just say my wee bit um first off thank you to the guys for carrying on in my absence i cannot tell them how much i appreciate that and thank you to everybody for the messages for the kind words the understanding literally the support that i've had has been phenomenal to be honest absolutely phenomenal and i can't thank you enough and lastly it's good to be back uh joining me tonight is arthur pearson ali how are you mate not bad it's weird having you back can because it's been a beat for the last couple of weeks holding it together i mean you down dark alleyways and everything so there'll be <laughs> <laughs> but um no i thought i thought we'd done all right being scotch and ryan as well mm. i'm not forgetting ryan too so um not good to have you back yeah, it's good to be back, mate. It really is. I, uh, I had to come back. I, I missed it, and I need, I need something to, to get into, something to put my mind to. So yeah, no, I'm very happy to be back. Scotia, uh, how are you, mate? Ali's alleyway friend. <laughs> yes, cheers. Yeah. Uh, okay, Scott. No, it's um, it's brilliant to have you back as well because I was speaking to Ali when we were doing like the post match stuff. I was like, bloody hell, I forget like large chunks of the game when I come away from it, and I'm really, really counting on you to kind of refresh my memory when you go through <laughs> it. So uh, it goes to show all the effort that you put in to kind of pull those post match reactions after the game straight away together, particularly when we're at the game as well. <laughs> yeah, but good to have you back. Yeah, it's, it's generally as it's, it's absolutely brilliant to be back, and thank you to everybody. I can see everybody in the comments already saying that um, it's good to have me back. I am I'm chuffed to be back. I really am. It's been it's been shit, and that's that's putting it politely. Uh, it's not been great, but I uh, I had to get back. I really did. I had to get back because I missed everybody, including everybody in the comments. Even Curry Muncher, even missed him. So just to, to get back to it is uh, it's good, and I'm I am glad to be back. But again, I cannot thank. The kind words and everything, the support is just absolutely overwhelming. It really was. I couldn't believe um, that the, some of the messages that I was getting. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much. Right, let's get into stuff. Um, before I go any further, actually, I need to give a shout out to John Lammy, uh, who bought the coffee to, uh, bought the coffees, bought the coffees podcast. God, you can tell I've been away for two and a half weeks. I need to put my teeth back in. Hang, give me a second. 
Anyway, I bought the podcast two coffees. Uh, again, amazing support, John. Um, I can't thank you enough for doing that, mate. Really do appreciate that. And the usual shameless plug, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, also get involved in the live chat. Uh, leave us your opinions oh, on what we're going to discuss not. tonight. Aldo, stay away, mate. Thank you very much, mate. I really do appreciate that. Um, that's very kind of you. Um, thank you very much, mate. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot. I need to. I need to do multiple things at one time when I host. When you host, uh, no, that's brilliant. And yeah, uh, again, if you like to do what Aldo just done, you can. You can donate to the channel, support us, help us get to the next level. You can join the YouTube channel, and you can say buy us a coffee, uh, like John Lamy did. All the links for everything like that are in the description for this podcast. Right, gentlemen, uh, time for me to talk about Rangers a wee bit. Now, I'm not going to lie, um, I'll, I have took quite a bit of backseat in, in terms of stuff coming to Rangers, and it's not, I'm not making sob stories, I've had things to do, and uh, it's kind of took a backseat a wee bit, which, and honestly, when you catch up on everything, it's been quite nice. <laughs> it really has not to be in the thick of it at the time that things are happening, it's been quite nice to, to reflect on it, but we will start with a Hearts game. Um, some fans happy, some fans not. Uh, a better second half performance for sure, to say the least, from Rangers uh, to get us a crucial three points with a 1-0 win over Hearts. Now, I know you lads done the reaction from the, the infamous alleyway of the lights going on and off and cars constantly driving up and down uh, while you were trying to do a pod. You just couldn't script it, by the way. Serious things yeah. that went wrong in the past. <laughs> I was like, when you sent me the video, I was like, what is going and on it was here, windy. honestly? And it was one day. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering the last one, yeah, but uh, it did it did make me laugh. Uh, but uh, I'll try and pick out wee bits to speak about. I, um, first half, poor. I mean, awful. Absolutely no reaction from Rangers from the defeat at the weekend. And if I'm honest, mate, in that first half, I was feeling the absolute worst. Yeah. Before I got onto that, me and Scotia were meant to do a shout-out in the post-match, but as we're not professional, oh. we forgot to do it. So we met Alan and Eric <laughs> on the stairs and we up to the, the club deck who listened to the show. So I said, give them a shout out. So doing it Friday and not the post-match. So the Friday night's a better one. So give them a shout out. But no, the first half of the Hearts game, Carney, it's it's just a continuation of what we've been watching this season. It was the same monotonous, slow, passive, pedestrian, whatever you want to call it, stuff. And Aye, it was um, with a couple of half chances. Me and Scotia went through a few of them. There was the one that was pulled back to Lundstrom where I thought he's got to hit a target. Um, but aye, there wasn't much in that first half at all. The one one off, Robert Robertson. Off, oh, Robert. Smashing, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you very mate, much, Thank you, that's much appreciated. That is, that's yeah. very much appreciated, mate. Thank you so much. No, it was poor, Carney. And I had the fear, to be honest, with... I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I know you weren't there on um, Wednesday night, kind of, but a lot of people didn't go to iBooks on Wednesday. There was a lot of spare seats. Me and Scotia were in the You could beforehand. see it. Like, you, yeah, I, you could see it. Even well, vis- Sometimes you can't really notice it from the telly, but you could, there was a you lot. could visibly see it. Yeah. There, there was a lot. And me and Scotia went for a pint before the game and hardly anyone in the pubs and even the people that were there, it was as if <laughs> they didn't want to go on Wednesday. But <laughs> it was just, it, it was a horrible, it was a weird feeling. Me and Scotia both said it going longer. To the game and it kind of crept into the game, but the first half overall, it's just what I've seen all season with Rangers. It's um, it, it was very poor to be honest. Yeah, Scotia. Even when you say you watch the game back and you're, you're watching the first half, we just we were and it's, we'll come on to what happens in the second, obviously. But when you when you when you're a Rangers player, when you're a Rangers team, and you have such a poor performance like you did at the weekend, you expect a reaction. Be it a, a good rotation in players, and I know that's hard just now because of the amount of injuries we have, which again we'll probably come on to. But you do expect a reaction even from the players that were there to try and not. You can't write the wrong. It's not possible to write the wrong. But um, getting beat. So um, Brian, thank you very much, mate, for becoming a member. I'm sorry that it's green. I'm going to get fucking criticised for that again. I can't change it. I've tried to change it. <laughs> uh, but Scotia, you do expect a reaction. But in that first half, it was. It was nothing, and I think it was quite evident that as the half's going on, I knew, and I wasn't even there, and I was going, there'll be there'll be jeers here at, at half-time. Yeah, I mean, you would think, obviously, the Union Bears put on an absolutely magnificent display. Tremendous. Um, down at the Brimlin and then the, the, the Govan as well. Brilliant display. So you'd think that, Kenny, would get the players going for it and get them up and going. And we did, we started off, we should have scored for, with inside the first first minute or so, first couple of minutes. But both um, Kent and Tillman don't really take their shots away. And I think when that happened, 
you just got that wee feeling that it was like, oh, it's starting to keep in now. And then Hearts have that chance that McGregor just gets to eventually. Um, and then, yeah, barring a few couple of chances in that first half for us that, you know, Tillman was involved in creating a few of them, there wasn't really much happening. Kent, that I thought he was pretty really poor in that first half now, looking back at it. I think he had one decent bit of play when he went by the by their left by their right back, sorry, and put in a good cross, but unfortunately there was no one there to get on the end of it. But yeah, the first half wasn't great. It was more of like a continuation of what happened against St Johnson. Um, it felt that way anyway. I didn't I kinda went I jumped up to leave to half time early just to go into the concourse. Um when there was a wee break in play, so I didn't hear any grumbles, but I've been told that there was quite a, a wee bit of um, grumbling going on, which wasn't unexpected given the way that we played in that 45 minutes. Do you want to answer that, Ali? The one you put the question you put up there? I didn't get a chance to boo, but I didn't boo anyway because I went in the concourse for two minutes to go. Because what last time oh, yeah. I did that, Ranger Ranger scored, and I thought if I go in, potentially <laughs> might score, and it didn't happen. So. <laughs> no, I am. Um... I don't boo. Um, it's a thing that I've never done. I, I've I've never booed the team. Generally, I haven't. I've never done it. It's not something I do. I have shouted my displeasure at stuff that I'm seeing. Of course, I have, uh, but it's not something that I do. But again, people are going to show their their disapproval of what they're watching in in different ways. In that first half, it was just it was just horrific. It, honestly, it was. It was just not what you were expecting after such a poor. Um, a, a poor result at the weekend. Uh, second half, we seen a change in the style of play, Ali, or maybe a change in attacking approach, and which again baffles me um, to to why we don't do this more often instead of trying the the, the constant put the ball out wide, play aimless cross into the box. We actually started to play a wee bit of football and being a bit direct with the ball and trying to play through instead of again just the aimless horseshoe as we're, we're getting to the, the horseshoe. Footballs, we're getting to know it, and certain players just I thought came alive. I mean, that's the best we've seen Ryan Kent probably all season, mate. Yeah, Louis Scotia said in the post match, my hearts had a right good chance early on in that with the Andy Haldy at the back post, but McGregor touches it and it kind of goes through his legs. If he scores that, is it a different game, possibly? But yeah, I thought Rangers, I thought Rangers were good the second half, right? Like you say, that's the best I've seen Ryan Kent for a 25 minute spell. Is that your computer makes some noises there, Scotia? Uh, no, it's, it's mine, mine mate. <laughs> Sorry, Scotia. Sorry, Scotia. I'll take, that. Me, mate. I will take that one me. back, Scotia. I was blaming Scotia there. That's shocking <laughs> to me there. I apologise, Scotia. Um, but um, no, I thought I thought Tillman was really good, Carney. I, I, we know there's a player with Malik Tillman. I thought he was really good and Ryan Kent was good too. I just, yeah, I just, you look at it and go, why can't Rangers play like this all the time or start like this and they were playing I mean the goal they got was from Ryan Kent in the middle of the park and a wee bit of magic and it's just something a bit different instead of just lumping balls into the box but yeah I can't, I can't grumble with Rangers I, I, I thought they were good and deserved more than one goal I thought to be honest but um, there was one guy in the park that I wasn't happy with but I don't know if you'll come on to him can I? so I don't want to ruin the show for anyone <laughs> yeah, we probably will, mate. I know exactly who it is. I know who it is, mate, because I was I was very much the same. Uh, a guy that's uh, just always leaves you with questions unanswered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Um, Scotia as well. Second half. I mean, we probably could have went on and scored maybe one more, two more, and the Hearts were unlucky not to score. I mean, that holiday chance. That's. I mean, he's inches away from just getting a touch on that to get it into the goal, so we probably got away with that one. But even again, even that against a team like Hearts, you're probably expecting more of a more of a game out it than anything else. Uh, I, I've seen the usual obligatory clips of things going about that's trying to claim that Hearts had a penalty, which again just absolutely baffles me when it hits his face. Like it's just a bizarre thing to, to witness. But again, well, before we move on to to Tillman, mate. As well with with Ryan Kent, he's I uh, I do right. I'll, I'll have cards on the table right now. I think he gets a hard time a lot of the time just because we expect too much of him. I do. I think the rest of the team can let him down at times, and I think he's an easy one to whip because you expect something from him. Uh, was this just a case of Ryan Kent going? Well, I'm going to need to do something <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Yeah, Kent's one of these players that he, that he does frustrate me, but I think you do need to take into consideration that he is always double marked sometimes. 
there's three players on him when we get in there. And then it's something that Ali had mentioned on the post-match as well. In that first half, we were constantly going down the left-hand side. So Hearts were always kind of setting up defensively to overload that area where Kent was. And then obviously the things change and then in the second half. I think Arfield coming on as well. Um, it was, I had a good contribution to that because I felt in the first half that I thought Sands played all right, but I think Lundstrom for me didn't have a great game. That He was a wee bit caught in two places with whether or not to go forward or whether to stay back. And with Arfield coming on, I think that kind of freed him to sit back a wee bit deeper. Um, and that for that, it then meant because we were playing more down the right that Kent occasionally was getting a wee bit more space and we were able to switch things up again. But I thought, you know, like you said, this is the best he's played all season. And it's really the only time he's, he's shown that this season all the rest of the games he has been poor and I think he has been deserving of criticism yes sometimes it can potentially go over the top and maybe the fact that you know he's in this situation with the contract that's just going to get louder and louder um, as time goes on and he has poor games but no it was good to see that he's, he can still do it and hopefully you know have a few more occasions with that yeah, um, Ali, Malik Tilton, I'll go any further, um, then the noise was worth the noise because it made me look at my phone uh, when it went off. Dundee Taylor um, has bought the coffee, uh, bought the pod, God, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> has bought the podcast three coffees. Right, thank you very much, Dundee. As always, mate, I really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you so, so much. Um, uh, Malik Tillman, uh, he frustrates people. I think it's fair to say he's a bit of an enigma because there is no doubt, there is no doubt in my mind, honestly, that there is talent within this boy. There's absolutely no doubt because some of his moves, some of the way he controls a ball is fantastic, but he's very frustrating to watch. Now, I'm actually going to back Tillman up here because I think if Tom Lawrence is there, you don't notice the bits where Tillman is kind of... Not walk, well, he is walking, he does walk about, but he, he, he doesn't go full pelt the whole time. What he's very intelligent at is knowing when he can win the ball back off a player when they've took an extra wee touch. He's very good at doing that. And I, I am of the opinion that we persevere with Tillman because I think there is definitely, definitely a player in that and he done so well for that goal um, to get it past Craig Gordon. Yeah, I like Tillman. I, he's he's a luxury player, Tillman. If 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 you want to say he, he needs he needs folk round about him that are going to do the donkey work, and he's going to he needs yeah. runners round about him so we can let him do what he does. Basically, it's highlighted more because of the midfield we've got at the moment. So it, it makes him look really lazy because we don't have these guys round about him. I think Lawrence will make a big difference when he comes back in the middle of the park there, um, and it'll take it'll take a lot of the responsibility off of Tillman because he is the only guy we have in the middle of the park that can create something. So once Tom Lawrence comes in, it'll take that off his shoulders. So, But no, I, th- I thought he was really good. Till- I've said this for weeks, but we need to persevere with the boy and we need to play him where he's supposed to play, which is just playing the strikers, which we've been playing him. And even said to Scotia, we talked about it, he's, he's starting to put himself about in the middle of the park now. He's um, Before he wasn't really doing that, he is doing it. He, he, he wins the ball dead easily at times, Tillman, just the way he just nicks balls all the time. He's um, he's strong with the ball. The only, there was grumbles at Ibrox. You've seen the two sides of him where I thought he was excellent for 20 minutes and then there was a five-minute spell round about the 75th minute where for some reason he decided just to slow the game down and the grumbles yeah. round Ibrox was like, yeah. because we could break and get the second and he just decided to slow it down. Skank Scotia said he maybe thought there was somebody injured or something like that, but there was twice he did it and it was growing throughout Ibrooks. but I just think he's one of the players, to be honest. He's, he's going to, he is similar to a Joe Aribo when he first came to Rangers. Remember, Aribo was kind of frustrating until he's kind of mm-hmm. blossomed, but the boy is only 20, let's remember. This is his first real year playing competitive football as well, but I agree, once Lawrence comes back, I think we'll see the best of Tillman. Yeah, you make a probably that's probably a good comparison to make. He wins the ball back like Aribo used to win the ball back. He's just very intelligent of knowing I can win this off you here, and he does it. He does it very often. He does it more often than you think. So, so what's your thoughts on Tillman? Are you along the same lines that once we get, if we ever get players back um, to fitness uh, and put put the players he needs around him, I think there's a chance that he could really flourish. Yeah, I mean, I think. We started playing our kind of what would be at the time considered the best football of our season was when it kind of settled on Lundstrom, Lawrence, and Tillman kind of playing like mm-hmm. your six, eight, and ten. Um, and I think with Lawrence going out, he could kind of get 
shipped about a wee bit, but he's played now 12 games for us this season. Like Ali says, he's only 20. I think there was probably thoughts at the very outset of the season that he wouldn't be playing as often or starting games as often as maybe is at the moment. Um, but obviously with Lowry going out injured as well, you know, that was an option where you would put him in there for him and Lawrence going as well kind of meant that Tillman's the only player that we can really put there. But I, I like Tillman. I know people got on his back because he's got this kind of languid style of play. It's a style of play that, like Ali mentioned there, Aribo had. It's a style of play that Kamara sort of plays with, just really laid back on the ball, which a lot of people don't, they get on the back of people like that. They prefer a wee guy running about looking as if he's giving his heart out, maybe not actually doing very much. Um, yeah, I, I'm fairly happy with Tillman. Like Ali says, he's only 20. Um, when Aribo, Aribo joined us and he was, what, 23, 22, 23 when Aribo joined us? And he was coming coming to us with over a hundred first game first game appearances, mainly for Charlton. So Tillman's come here when he's only start, he's, I think he's only been involved in four first team Bayern Munich games. So he's not really played football at like in the top league to any any high standard or for any lengthy time. So I'm I'm fairly happy with Tillman. Like Ali mentioned there that he thinks players were injured. I was hoping that Ryan would have been on the show tonight because it kind of it was down his area. He would have been right in front of where all this was happening for the game on Wednesday. But I think there was a couple of folk went in for slide tackles on certain occasions. And I don't know if Tillman's maybe thought the referee's going to blow, which, yes, he's young, he needs to learn to play to the whistle. Or if he thought that maybe someone, a Rangers player that's went in for a slide tackle was maybe still down in the deck and didn't give him the chance to break forward. But he, he should have because there was a chance to go there. But that'll come through experience, I think. Yeah, I would agree, mate. Um, I do agree with that. So, Ali, you mentioned earlier, we'll come on to the right wing position merry-go-round that we seem to be seem to be on right now. Uh, obviously, Sakala come in, everybody went, we need to play Sakala now. Um, now Sakala's injured uh, and Matondo's come in, done very little. And then Scott Wright comes on, plays decent and everybody's now calling for Scott Wright to play. Um, now, in my opinion, again, sorry for the negativity, everybody, picking between Scott Wright and Matondo is just picking who's less bad. Um, it really is. Brian Miller, thank you very much, mate, um, for the donation to the pod, mate. Uh, really do appreciate that. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, Ali, so Matondo wasn't great. <laughs> I think that's, again, me being rather polite about things. Now, we've got to remember that people were calling for Scott Wright not to play for Rangers pretty much ever again at points this season already. So I think the bigger question is why is everybody getting injured? Why are we at the point now where it looks like if a player plays more than two games in a row for 90 minutes, they can't cope and their body seems to be giving up? Is there a problem with our training regime? To me, it, there there has to be. And I know Gio said even the press conference today that the team need a break and the schedule's been hectic compared to um, because of the World Cup. But I mean, it's arguably it's not been that more hectic than what it would be if we were in the group stage of the Europa League the way it was last season. It's, it's near enough the same. Yeah, I'm not having that in terms of it's been hectic. No, we're, we're used to this. I know they've crammed the Champions League in slightly. So what if you had an extra maybe two games in a midweek probably compared to what it mm. would have been. So uh, no, I'm yeah. not having that one. Um, the injury, cry, I was speaking to Stuart Watt today and I was like, ah, you'll never guess who's injured and who's again. And go, Come on, it can't. <laughs> but it just seems to be somebody getting injured all the time with Rangers. Oh. Um, Sakal on the right-hand side, I, I thought, I think we all thought let's persevere with him because he's the best of a bad bunch, if you want to say. And he offers something different because he doesn't know what he's doing. So, how you meant to defend against them. So we had something a bit different. Matondo, for me, uh, he's definitely not the best young Welshman. I know, by the way, they'll give you that. Who knows? But he's, um, he's frustrating Matondo. For the time we were raving about him, Carney, against West Ham, honestly, I bet folk have clipped that one for us. Um, but he's been, <laughs> he, I thought he was, I mean, I said he was, dread, I thought he was absolutely dreadful the other night to the point that I said to Scotia, we were coming down the left all the time and I was watching players getting the ball, tarving that, and they weren't giving the ball to Matondo. He was kind of hugging the touchline and it was as if they knew if we give the ball to Matondo, he's not going to do it. He was, he was an absolute waste of a jersey. And you talk about Scott Wright coming on. I thought Scott Wright was really good when he came on, but we've seen this from Scott Wright. Scott Wright for me is an impact player. Scotia says yeah, that about Arfield. 
Um, that's what he is. Every time Scott Wright's started for Rangers, he's never really had a good game when you look back on them. So, but he has to start on Saturday because I don't know who else you start out there. Do you start Arfield out there? But then, you're, to be honest, we don't need an Arfield out there against Simon. It's got to be a, a winger out there. It's got, it's got to be Scott Wright because Matondo, we've paid £3 million for this guy and he's offered nothing. And I don't want to write him off now, um, but it's hard to put an argument up for him at the moment because he is absolutely dreadful at the moment, <laughs> to be polite. <laughs> and I, I honestly don't know what the scouting... Scouting team of Ross Wilson has seen in this guy. I mean, he's went from Man City, big bucks to Schalke. And my theory to you, Carney, was I we pay three million for him, but why was Schalke willing to get rid of him? Must be yeah. a reason. And yeah, obviously we know why. <laughs> I I agree. I, I've said it for a while, and I was I, I was probably a bit more polite on here than I was to you boys when we were like meeting after the game and stuff. And the stuff I said about Matondo, I don't get it. He's one of the players I can't. I don't know. I don't know. He's not got a very good touch. Okay, he's quick, but his end product's very little. I mean, very little. I, I'll, I'll be proved wrong. At, I'd imagine at some point that he's, he's he's gave a world of an assist at some point. But, but when, when it's games like that, you really expect him to... Because he's still got competition for the place because Wright is there. And you've got to remember, at one point, it looked like Wright was Gio's Gio's kind of boy and he was always going to play him. So, no, I'm the same. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, Michael Crooks said Matondo's a left wing and prefers to cut in and we play him on the right. Even when we'd done that though, he still Remember didn't that shine for me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he didn't really do very much for me. I, I didn't think he was great when even we'd when we'd done that. Scotia, your thoughts on the 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 kind of injuries and Juan Matondo as well. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Oh, Rangers could have the Rangers could got a really good team that's out injured at the minute. They're just missing that, that goalkeeper. But um no, I remember if you remember back to the start of the season, pre-season kind of period, and Scott Arfield had that interview and he was saying that Gio was doing an awful lot of ball work with the players rather than what they'd done previously with Gerard, who was well all kind of about stamina building and things like that. And at the time, I was quite happy with that because you were like, no, we've got a good base of fitness anyway, given, you know, how you've seen what we've done last season and how our fitness kind of proved to be um, useful for us. And I was happy with that. But now, now looking in hindsight, looking back at that, you're like, hmm, is that maybe one of the reasons why players are getting pulled up? Because there's, it's not the same type of injury in the, all the time. It's all the different types of ones. And there's some that a couple you could maybe class in the unlucky category, but I think a lot of them come from... To me, looking as a layman outside in, it looks as if there's an underlying issue at Rangers with, with the, these level of injuries. Um, it's not great. Um, I know Gio constantly gets asked about the injuries, all be like having a new new team back. But when when will these injuries, injured players come back and how long will they stay injury-free from? Because that's always the always the risk coming back from an injury that you, you damage it straight away again. Yeah, so it's not great in that respect. Right wing, <laughs> Matondo, <laughs> poor Matondo. Um, <laughs> he's, you know, I, I mean that Wales squad got announced earlier in the day, and I know he would have probably known about it a day or two before. And if that if that was his only bad game, then you would maybe place it down to that. Maybe he was just his head wasn't right there because he was feeling a bit disappointed and not getting into that World Cup squad. But he's not. And ever since we've started playing Kenny competitive football, he's not really shown up for me. He's not done anything that screams out to me. I'm not going to write him off, but so far he's not doing anything near enough to, to warrant the, the transfer fee that we paid for him. And I mean, you, you mentioned that he's quick, he's fast, but to be honest, I can't remember many occasions where he's used that speed to any sort of advantage. Nothing screams out at me that, oh, mind when he knocked the ball past their left back and, you know, put in a great cross. That's not really... I don't start the two Robert Robertsons. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> um, yeah, somebody asked where Ryan was, and I'll steal a joke that um, somebody from Rangers on tour said to me that... Uh, he he's out till after the World Cup with an injury, uh, but Gio promises he'll be back after the after the World Cup. Um, I think in terms of the injuries thing, um, even Gio himself was asked today. I think there's get too much pressure already getting put on that who's going to be back after the World Cup. Look, I know he's been he's been so unlucky with some of the injuries, right? Because like Suter's had a deep line problem, which we knew about. Let's not lie, Ryan Jacks so fragile, same as Kamal Roof, so fragile. Holanda is 
I don't know where Holander is. I've, honestly, I don't even think Gio knows where Holander is. So there is there is a number of them. You, you're like, that's very unlucky. That really is very unlucky. And obviously, Hadji's was absolutely brutal, and that's a right sore one. But even even at that, for the players now, just to constantly been picking something up. Ali, you mentioned it. We'll, we'll come on to it. That Cholak's now out when he can't play tomorrow, and and you're like, oh, but it's a small injury. We'll definitely be back after the World Cup. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But we're getting to the point where you're like, who who's actually going to be back? Because I think we are. We're getting led down a false sense of security that we're about to get all these players back and everything's going to be okay and we're all of a sudden going to change into this miraculous team and I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. I really don't. I think if the style remains the same in most of the most of the games that we play, maybe not the second half and especially not against Aberdeen because we decided to actually try and be a, play a bit of football, then if we do that, I think we'll be all right. But I, as I say, if we continue into this, just this shoe hot the horseshoe thing I honestly I, it's just it's the, one of the most frustrating things um, to watch it really is um, right um, we'll move on from that as I say it's three points really and we move on that's pretty much three points and up the road that was pretty much what it was uh, we'll move on to the accounts quickly uh, now I'm not going to deep dive into this the reason for that is so many other places have went and deep dived into it all and there's no point in me trying to break it all down because I'm going to do a much better job than I could possibly do of that um, so I just want wanted to get your opinion, Ali, on where where you think it stands is. Now, for my worth, for what it's worth, um, I thought they are slightly better than I was expecting them to be. I think we're in a bit of a better shape in terms of these UEFA regulations that are going to come in. However, there's still still room for improvement and investment into... The, the squad, in my opinion. Uh, I think that's a bit that I was like, there could have been more there. However, you can't really take away from the, the job that James Brisgove has done. Some of the percentage margins that he's made are literally ludicrous. It's absolutely massive. And that's why we've got a billboard for a football strip sometimes. But what we, what was your takes, uh, take away from it, mate, with the accounts? Obviously, it didn't include Bassi and... Um, was it Bassi and Aribo? It didn't include... Aribo. Yeah, I thought it was positive. Um, a profit as well. If you want a good breakdown, um, I know a lot of the guys in here will listen to Heart and Hand as well, but Andy McGowan did one on the Daily Update was yesterday, I think. Um, obviously, that's his background, so he done a good breakdown into it and kind of explained it in kind of idiot language, if you want to know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, I thought it was positive. Like you say, it doesn't include the 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 Bassi transfer, people obviously Champions League this season. They're predicting again profits for next season as well. There was nothing in in the the books basically saying suggestions that basically negatives there. It was positives going forward. So yeah, I've, I've I'll be honest, I've not went right deep into it in terms of the whole accounts. I've I've just sort of yeah, kind of top lines I've looked at, but. No, I, th- I, th- I thought it was positive. We're showing a profit. Rangers want to be sustainable. That's what they want to do. They want they want to be sustainable going forward. That, that that's their, their their blueprint for going forward. I think they're ahead of schedule from where they said. I think it was a ten year project from when they came in. So you're talking twenty twenty five, I think. So I think they're ahead of schedule for that. the The wage bill's quite high, to be honest. So I'd expect mm. that to be trimmed. There's ten guys out of contract mm-hmm. um, in the in the summer, so I expect that to be trimmed. There's Kamar Roofs. There's um, I know he's not out of contract. I don't know if he is. I don't think he is. But there's, there's guys that are in big contracts that are out of contract in the season, so we can probably get rid of them. So, but overall, overall, no, I thought it was positive. You've got the the negatives in there in terms of. I'd assume it's a sports direct one where we've had to, to pay that out, but that's us out of that now. So next season we won't have that in. Um investors obviously um paid their, their loans, whatever it is back. So yeah, I thought it was positive before to be honest, going forward. Um and it's like I say, it's a, it's um, what was it, plus six million we've made or something round about that. So yeah, and like I say, next season we should be in course to do it again. So it's a positive. The Europa, Europa yeah. League and player trading model is, is, is where it is at. You need to think next season, Edmonton House, if it is open, that's supposed to be a million pound um, revenue each year for Rangers. So, no, no, it's positive. And Jim Sloan, honestly, every week, 
Thank you so much, Jim. Really do appreciate that, mate. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, that's brilliant. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on the um, on the on the accounts, mate? What you what you what was your takes away from it? So finally, some good news, really. Overall, from Rangers <laughs> in that front, you know. Finally, we can do Yippee. some positivity, Curry Muncher. We can do some positivity. <laughs> no, it looks very healthy. I think, yeah, Ali kind of covered the majority of the points there, but um, you know that's their first operating profit. In a while, the last three seasons, I think we've been at operating losses, and um, so we're up in an operating profit, which is really good to see. Yeah, it's caveated at when with the fact that the Europa League run and the Patterson sale really kind of covers that. Same again next season. So I think these this season's accounts and next season's accounts, unless something miraculous happens <laughs> for the remainder of this season and something miraculous happens next season, then we'll probably go down to a, a kind of lower level than we're seeing right now. So we should enjoy this while we've got it. No, oh, there he is. There he is, Scotia. Sorry. Not Justin Muir. <laughs> Justin Muir. Always just behind. Always. What, God bless it's, America, it's like Justin. I think they've all got a group chat and they go, right, you go now. And then yeah. two minutes later, I'll go. And then two minutes, no, look, I, I can't um, I can't thank you enough, honestly, for that. That's brilliant. Um, thank you so much. Honestly, it's brilliant. I've, I've run out of ways to say thank you. Scotia, were you done there? I've just completely cut you off. I think we cut you no, I, was, I think it was. Yeah, it's okay. Not a problem. Not a problem. Um, I think I was going on to go to say there's, there's always this. I was having a wee look at the ten year UEFA coefficient, which at the minute we are still playing catch up on, where we could probably get a wee bit more money in. But if you look at that table at the minute, there's five spots or five years that are sitting there with no entries for Rangers, and then that progress from the corner it's got zero point two five points. Um, so you know, there's still we're still a wee bit away in terms of getting money in and catching up. Um, with the U- U- European coefficient money, Edmondson House, when that's meant to be finished by by the old firm game in January, or at least the cafe bit will be open by the old firm game in January. We were told the cafe, the cafe will be open. A month or two ago, they said that it would be open. I'm sure it was on the Rangers website that it would be open for the museum. Wouldn't be open, but the the other bits of it would be open for the old firm game. I take it you're um, cutting the ribbon, Scotia. Since you paid for that Edmondson House membership, that's what you get. I think Scotia funded Edmondson House on his own, did not? He's turning up as John Wick because John Wick floor's coming out, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. At least the cafe will be ready, though. Let's all get excited about that. But no, the event space and stuff will be in there, so that'll bring us in some decent profit in the years going forward. But Counts overall very good. Yeah, like Ali mentions, a couple of wee downsizes, but nothing that's overly concerning for me. <laughs> now, I'll still be in the Viceroy, Robert. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I agree. I think it has been some positive news um, um, for a change. They did look better than I thought they were, and I think we are at the point where it's a, a sustainable club. So, yeah, and with next year, with the, obviously the Champions League, um, with um, Bassi and Aribo, um, I, I expect them to look even even better from there. Um, I just hope, I just hope that the the club do the right thing, um, the club do the right thing in January and give Gio some funds, or else there could be a lot of questions asked. I think at the the end of it, once people break down the accounts, because it's kind of like one of those days that a lot of fans wait for over the accounts, and they like to pick things apart, and people like to have their certain meltdown with certain things that are in the accounts. But so what's going to happen now? But a football, but a football business is a complete unique business that no other business runs like a football club. Uh, but in, as I say, in terms for me overall, um, it was positive. Uh, from a positive straight to a negative. Leverkusen, well, it's a negative to me. Um, again, I don't know the logistics and this stuff, but the Leverkusen friendly was announced by the club. Ali, what is the point of us having club partners? Why would it not be HSV Hamburg? Why would it not be? That makes too, that makes too much sense, can't you do that? <laughs> it's why would it not be? <laughs> do you know it's what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's a bit left field, to be honest, this Leverkusen. When I know Stevie Clifford, three, four lads, kind of put it out there the other week. So when he says that, you pretty much know it's happening so yeah I, it's a weird one I, I get it in terms of playing a friendly just before we kick off I think we should be doing something like that because it is a mini pre-season if you if you really want to think of it that way so I get it our um, 
pod Christmas day out is that day and we were going to go down and watch the B team that day and now this has thrown a span on the works because the main team are playing Leverkusen. I think Scotia said he's still going to rather watch the B team to be honest but um, that'll be a discussion between the four lads for what happens there but in terms of the Leverkusen aye, it's, it is a, you'd think we'd play one of these partners to be honest but I don't know the, the reason behind it or I really don't know they didn't Curry's, say much about it Curry said about Hamburg, that they are in America. Now, I'm presuming he means that they're doing a tour of America, and if they are, then that's fair enough. I get that. If they have got a training camp there, then that's okay. That's fair enough. But even at that, if we were planning to do this, why have we not thought about this before and spoke about the Hamburg and be like, you're a club partner, why don't you come? Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, it's things like that that you're like, what's the point in having all these things in place if you're not actually going to take advantage of it when the, the time comes around? Because I guarantee you, if you, it was... Hamburg and Leverkusen probably do all right as well, but if it was Hamburg, Ayrbrook would be a sellout. It would be an absolute sellout. So, um, no, that's, that's the only reason I bring stuff like that up because there could be potential. And Curry also said, um, you want, I, I'm presuming that maybe want Gio to get funds. Big statement. I want him to get funds, mate, because the club are not going to sack him. So we have to get used to Giovanni Van Bronckers being around because he isn't going anywhere. The club have put all their eggs in a basket right now so he, he's going to be here um, that's my opinion now I've just got to the point where I'm like right we'll just need to we'll need to carry on with him Scotia your thoughts on the Leverkusen friendly right this is going to boil your piss Hamburg in America <laughs> between between the 13th and 22nd of November to play Orange County or other one of our other club partners oh, in the, honestly the I mean oh, what the f- <laughs> It's honest, it's just it's honestly. Sometimes you think Rangers are just actually like taking the piss out you right in front of you. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but what you've got to remember though is this World Cup was known about for ages. This was the time yeah. that Rangers agreed to go to Australia to play that stupid oh, so game out there. So, so there's been a, an awful lot of clubs that already had stuff in place for this period of time to play games during the, the World Cup for a long time, but obviously. The board made an absolute arse of it by agreeing to do this, and they quite rightly backed out of it after the uproar. Um, so we're, we don't we're not doing that anymore. So there was probably a limited amount of clubs that were available to do that. Friendly, although as I say, they're only there. Uh, Hamburg are only in America until the twenty second of November, and then obviously that game would be the tenth of December that we're playing Leverkusen. And um, Hamburg's next game isn't until the twenty ninth of January. After that, so. It may, it it maybe one of these games that, yeah, it could have happened, but maybe it doesn't suit Hamburg. Maybe they're just thinking, right, we'll have these two weeks, all the players are off, they don't need to do any training at all or anything like that. But no, I get your point. Something that annoyed me about it as well, other than wrecking our Christmas day out, because I was looking forward to actually going to see the B team this season, <laughs> um, is that they've, they've put in the obligatory buy a ticket and you'll get five MyJers points. Again, yeah. Kenny, monetizing the, the MyJers point scheme, which... Yeah, it's no great. So, I, I, to be honest, I don't see this game being having a very big crowd. We'd be lucky at about twenty thousand. I don't. I'm saying, mate. I kind of, I, I would agree with that. Um, and we will be part of that twenty thousand because we're going out probably by hook or by crook. So we might as well go watch our Rangers team. Um, maybe we should just go to the B team game. Um, but we'll see. We've got a, a few pokers in the uh, a few pokers in the fire, so we'll see where we end up. Um, but no, I say I, I get that. I, you're right, actually. Um, I always know I love when Scotia reminds me of things. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's very good at reminding me and going, oh, aye, because we were due to be in Australia, obviously, so this would all have been pre-arranged by Hamburg and Orange County a long time ago, so it's kind of put a Put, put me in my box. <laughs> I shouldn't be getting very angry about that. Um, but yes, right, we'll move on to the the um, St Mirren preview. Um, Rangers' last game, obviously, before the World Cup break is St Mirren and Paisley on Saturday with a 12.30 kickoff. Gio gave an update at the presser today. Sakala still out, as we mentioned before. Trolak has got a small knock and will be unavailable, but he'll be back for, um, he'll be back after the World Cup, just like everybody else. Ryan Jack's in the squad. Yes, you heard me correctly. Ryan Jack is in the squad, probably with the shortest injury stint of his life, I would imagine. Um, and obviously, he was he's quite keen on him getting more time with uh, with Scotland to kind of get him up to speed. So I wouldn't expect him to start tomorrow. I would imagine he'll be on the bench. And yeah, he was 
He was asked about um, how many players we were going to have back after the World Cup, and it was not very reassuring at all what he says. He really couldn't put a number on it that he wasn't sure. And I suppose he doesn't want to make full promises. And Gio is this kind of guy that he keeps quite a lot close to his chest because he even made a comment, Ali, about um, the transfer business. And he's like, I'm not concentrating on that. You kind of should be. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the, the injury updates, I... I'd... It'd be stupid to come out and tell us, aye, such and such is coming back then. That's because true. The, the way the players we've got out in terms of Kamal Roofs and I know Ryan Jack's back tomorrow, but these guys break down instantly. So um, I understand why he's got a bit cagey with that. Players coming back, probably you're looking at Cholak, obviously, Sakala, Ryan Jack, unless he breaks down with Scotland or something. Um <laughs> Who else is there? Kamar Roof. Could he possibly come back for another 15-minute cameo for us? But yeah, I <laughs> Yilmaz. Think Yilmaz, Yilmaz is the other Yilmaz. one. But yeah, yeah, kind of big hitters in Goldson. Um, Tom Lawrence, I don't think we'll see them straight away. I think they're the other side of the year, to be honest. I think they're January. But um, just need to wait and see what happens. So, aye. And he's not going to say much in transfers either, is he? So... The, no, the pressers, I, I, to be honest, I, I, the pressers are a bit are the they're dead. Idea. They're too long at the moment, and we're really not getting much out of them. No, there's, it's, he's just so well media trained, isn't he? Yeah. Like you just don't really get anything. It almost becomes a kind of pointless task. And I think that the people are trying to get something out of him, including fan media. Like I think they are trying to get something out of him, and you're you're just you're not getting anywhere quick. You're really not. Um, but he said it's been a very busy period for everybody involved in the football at the moment. You're seeing a lot of teams at the highest level struggling with injuries uh, with the pack schedule ahead of the World Cup. Sorry, that just won't sit with me. I think that's just a, a kind of fling-away comment. Uh, it's just as busy as it's really always been. Uh, Scott Wright as well. Um, it's been up in the down season for me. Um, I've been working hard in training and fighting for my spot in the team. We know our performances haven't been at the level we want. We will work hard in the training ground and be ready to come back refreshed. There is a long way to go in the season. Positive things, yes. Bonner Barisic as well has been banging that drum as well that it's we're not too far behind, etc. And anything can happen in football, which is what they're always going to say. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that we are we are in the wrong place that I expected us to be when it came round to this World Cup. I didn't think we would be in this position. I thought we would be much, I thought we would be closer. Um, however, stranger things have happened in football, and you certainly can't really write it off right now. But one thing that all one thing that I think, in my opinion, is Gio's guaranteed for himself and for us is that he cannot drop another game of football, drop points anywhere for the remainder of this season, unless things go very towards us um, in the results from other games. So uh, it's a tough task. It's a tough task, but he seems to think he's up for it. So Scotia St. Man themselves, not the best of form, to be honest. Um, been a mixed bag since they beat Celtic 2-0 and they've only won one. Uh, one win they've got in the last five games. They're sitting eighth in the league. So thoughts ahead of another must-win game, mate. Oh, it's St. Mirren. Um, you can kind of know you know what's going to happen. You know you know what type of game it's going to be already, don't you? Um, it's going to they're going to sit and they kind of like to set up in that. It's not it's not so much a three-five-two, but it's more of a five-four-one. They kind of set up five-three-two on occasion. Um, you know what they're like. You've got big Curtis Main up front and that boy Biangu. I think as well, he's banging the goals away. But St Mirren, ugh, yeah, you, you know what you're going to get with St Mirren. And it's that the problem we've got is to, how do we break these teams down? I mean, we obviously we won early in the season, 4 0. Yeah. Very comfortable in it. I've expected Cholak scored very early on in that game. I think inside the first 10 minutes or so, I think we'd scored um, to get us going. And then last season, both the times we were over it, whatever their park's called these days. It was a four 0 win as well the last time we were there, and then two one. I think they went one goal, one 0 up inside five minutes, and then Ruth and Morelos had scored. So we've got a decent enough record. Sorry, recently against them, we should be able to. We should be able to go out there and beat them. It's can Rangers break down this low block? That's the that's the big question. That's the big key, and it's something that we really need to figure out how to do because the majority of times we play against these teams, that's how they're going to set up. Yeah, Ali, what are you expecting? Are you expecting a, a 4-0 win? Are you expecting, I mean, I think we, we all three of us know sitting here talking that St Mern will just defend. They will defend for their lives and hopefully try and get something in for straight Rangers um, the way a lot of teams have been. Uh, so 
I mean, I don't even want to say this, mate. I don't even want these words to come out of my mouth. Do you expect horseshoe football, mate, with 85 crosses and 16 corners in the first two minutes? I expect it to be frustrating. I expect it to be similar to last weekend, although I hope we score goals, though. Um, we need to capitalise on if we have the amount of corner kicks we had last week, done nothing with them. We we need to score if we can. It's it's the old thing you always say in football. If we can score early, then we can kick on because these teams will need to come out to a point. But uh, I mean, St. Man's form's not been great looking at it. I think they've won one out of the last five or something. Um, so and they're sitting. I don't know what it is, seventh or eighth in the league. The only thing I'd say with yeah, the league table is. Is it the only thing I would say though is between third and pretty much for St. Mirren are there's like a couple of points between them all. So if they if they beat us, they could potentially move up to third position or something, which is a bit mad. But um yeah, I think it's going to be a frustrating game. We usually struggle down there, Karen. The only game we didn't really struggle was the game we actually went to Karen and we won four nil. Ah, that's um, right. Yeah. We both scored that screamer. In fact, that was the last time you've seen Big Holander, Karen. He's probably still there, to be honest. It might be in the, the <laughs> water in that. Just remember, lying, like, at the side, just yeah. lying at the side of the pitch, waiting for the stretcher. Like, this took a remember long time. Remember that? He came back and played in that game and went down. That's right. So he might still be there, so you might see him. But uh, I, it's, it's going to be one of the games, I think, tomorrow. I think it's going to be frustrating, but... They've got one more game left, Rangers, before this World Cup. So they need to leave. For me, they need to leave it all out in the park tomorrow and go for it and leave us with a performance that gives us some sort of hope going into the, the World Cup break. Absolutely. This is as must win as any other game you'll probably ever come across. Rangers have to win tomorrow. It's as, it is as simple as that. Um, Ali, you can go back to you. go first, mate. So your team and your score. I'm pretty sure and I think we're probably going to pick the same team, pretty much all of us, because I think there only is 12 fit players. So I'd imagine it's all the same. Yeah, there's not much to pick from, to be honest with it. Um, so I Shagger and goal, back line of Tav. King... Davies, Barisic, Lundstrom. I think Sands deserves to stay in the team. He, he might bring Kamara in, but I'm, I'm staying with Sands. Tillman just in front of them. Kent, Alfie through the middle, and um, Ravi Matondo. No, sorry, uh, Scott Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Ravi Matondo is not tomorrow. Um, no, he isn't. My score is going to be 3-1 Rangers and... Malik Tillman to score the first goal. Fair enough. Scotia, you can go next, mate. Um, yeah, pretty, yeah, exact same team, really. Although, I'm, I'm thinking about this. It wouldn't surprise me to see Yefeko get a good amount of, like, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, a half, maybe. Because, obviously, Borna's well. our only left-back in for Borna. Because Borna's obviously away to win the World Cup. So I don't know if mm. if, if Borna starts and then at half time I think he'd potentially change it over. No, I've just got you. We, we don't we don't be resting players for Croatia. No, well, I know we do. No, I, 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 I think I don't. I think that might happen potentially. We'll wait and What's see. in that juice he's drinking, Carney? He's <laughs> <laughs> drinking petrol, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you will. So if we're, if, see if, if Borna starts and we're up a few goals, I think you can see Yveko. Come on, because Borna's our only player at the World Cup. Because he was asked about that as well. And I think we get about £8,000, £9,000 a day when Borna's away at the World Cup. So he brings in a fair wee bit of amount of income. So you don't want him to get injured against St Mirren. Or at least the, the money men in the board don't. Um, yeah, anyway, so same team as Ali, really. Um, and then I'm going 4-1 Rangers with an Alfie for school. Fair enough, mate. Um, I've changed it slightly. I thought we'd all pretty much pick the same. I think Sands has been good. Um, the only way I can see, the only way I think Sands would play is if he partners Davies at the back. Um, but I'll go McGregor, Tav, Davies, King, Barisic, Lundstrom, Tillman, Arfield, Wright, Kent and Morelos. And I'll go 2-0 Rangers and Ryan Kent to score first. Why not? Why the hell not? Uh, but I think the only reason I think Arfield might play is... They're going to sit in. They're going to sit in. So the, the the kind of the point of Lundstrom and Sands 
being there together, I don't really get it. I know they're a good cover for when Tav and Barisic bomb forward. They can obviously split and cover the cover the wide areas, but no, I think um, I think it will be it will be our field plays um, because he did make an impact when he came on, and maybe he'll get the the kind of sixty minutes. So um, yeah, just three points. That's really all we need um, right now. Before we go, um, you'll need to humour me a wee bit here. Um, so. Obviously, most people know why I've been absent from the podcast um, in honour of of my sister. Um, the condition my sister had is so long, I'm not even going to attempt to try and say it, but the easy way about to say it is she was living with heart failure for about 12 years. Um, so she was living with heart failure, and ultimately that's what led to um, my sister passing away. So in honour of that, um, I have decided to do a, I've decided to arrange a, a, a podcast marathon, if you like, a live stream marathon, um, which will be Hopefully next Friday, um, I am putting things in place right now for it to happen. We intend to go live at the same time, um, it's 6.30, and I'm going to go as long as I possibly can with every single donation made. Um, we'll be going to the will be going to the British Heart Foundation, um, which was a charity that was very close to my sister. Um, so there's going to be a number of guests, um, a number of guests on, including the guys, obviously Ali, Scotia, and hopefully Ryan as well. Um, but there is... But there's th- balls rolling. I'll put it that way. There is we- there's wheels in motion um, to get quite a quite a star-studded lineup. Um, a lot of other podcasts are getting involved as well, which I cannot thank them enough for. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and other other places from Rangers, um, Rangers related people, Rangers media, etc., are hopefully all going to get involved. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how long we're going to go on for, but I, uh, it's looking like it's going to be a long one. So I, 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 all I ask is if you can afford a pound, if you can afford a pound, that next week you join us and you do that, and we um, we can raise as much money as we possibly can for the British Heart Foundation. Um, again, it would be something that's very, very uh, personal to me, uh, but it's something that I feel like I, I have to do in order to, to honour my sister and I have I have this lovely community, this fantastic community that will help me spread the word and get it as far and wide as I can so all the final details of everything will be next week when it's announced but it, it looks like it's almost definitely going to be next Friday uh, unless something drastic happens uh, but I, it looks like everybody's kind of there or thereabouts for being able to make the make the Friday. So I am I am absolutely buzzing for it. I'll need to sleep for it. I'll need to have us. I'm going to need to buy a mini fridge probably and sit here. But I I intend to go as long as I possibly can. Generally until the donations stop, or I generally just run out of steam. But it's, I'm talking proper hours here. Um, uh, proper hours. We're going to go for it, and we're going to see how much we can raise. So if you can, fifty p, whatever, um, whatever you can. I don't know how. I don't know if we're going to do it through the live chat or I'm going to put up a link I might do both but I'll try my hardest to make it as easy as possible for everybody to do it so if you could I would really do appreciate if you could join us next Friday uh, sometime after half past six and I'll probably still be sitting here at the time so uh, don't don't worry I'll, I'll, everything will be clear uh, as soon as as soon as uh, I've sorted everything uh, give me a bit of time over the weekend to sort what I need to do and everything will everything will be uh, very very simple it won't be hard honestly it won't be hard if you're signed into YouTube, you can just donate through the chat. There's a wee kind of dollar sign at the bottom. All you can do is just donate. And every so often, I'll kind of tally up where we're getting to. I don't have a target. I'm not setting a target. We'll, we'll raise what we raise. We'll just we'll just keep going. We'll literally just keep going. And uh, until I pass out in the chair or fall off my chair or the lads have had enough of listening to me, but there will be a number of guests. Trust me, there is, there's quite a lot of people um, that, are, that are being very, very nice and wanting to wanting to join in on this for, for such a good cause. So yes, um we'll um we'll we'll hopefully have it going for next Friday. So yeah, sorry, you had to humor me for a wee bit there. Um Ali, thank you very much, mate. Uh, and yeah, on to tomorrow. No problem. Good to have you back, Carney. Means I don't need to have any responsibility anymore. So it's back over <laughs> to yourself. Yes. Um yeah one one last game before the before the World Cup with Angels it's um it's been an interesting start to the season by Rangers, but they've got one last game to go out and give us something positive to go into the, the World Cup stages because, let's be honest, if we um, stumble or even drop points going into this World Cup break, it's just going to be, it's just going to continue on to our first game back against Hibs. So, yeah, over to you, Rangers, as always. As always. Yeah, Scotia, thanks very much for tonight, mate. 
Yeah, cheers, Carney. Um, that sounds really good, what you're going to be doing next Friday. I have to admit, when you'd sent through kind of the outline agenda for tonight and the word marathon was there, I had the ultimate fear that you were going to try and get us to run a marathon. No! I'm to run a length myself, mate. God's sake, why would I to run a marathon? Yeah, no, it's all right, there's beer stations around it, Scotia. I'll get a world record then. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. And yeah, like echo what Ali says there about the game tomorrow. Just hopefully you can get that. Well, the three points is a must tomorrow, really, isn't it? And we need to do that. Send us into the World Cup feeling a wee bit, a wee bit okay, considering how things have went recently with Rangers. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, as always, again, please like the video, please subscribe to the channel before you go, that'd be great. Uh, and we will be back with a reaction. Um, some point tomorrow, it'll be either me or the lads, or I don't know, we'll figure it out later in the day. But uh, it's good to be back. Again, thank you, everybody, for being so patient, for putting up with Ali and Scotia disappearing down dark alleys trying to record podcasts. Uh, but I do thank the guys for the bottom of my heart for, for wanting to carry on in my absence. But it's, uh, it's damn good to be back. So, Rangers, I'll steal Ali's line again. It is over to you. Please send us into this World Cup break on a bit of a high. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Play up the famous Glasgow Rangers, and we'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers, everybody.